Nope. I dropped. Oh, watch out. Back. All right. Oh, we're recording. I forgot. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. I've, I've ruined the flow of conversation. <laughs> oh, no. You know who this would never happen to? Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey yeah. Combs. It's true. I mean, what's the good like intro to just animal murder? Oh, God. Uh, well, I don't know what to segue. <laughs> Yeah, I guess trigger warning for this episode. There's a pretty brutal animal uh, killing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Animal yeah. mistreatment in this episode. Yeah, mistreatment. But it's is all. But spoiler alert: it's all a dream, so it's kind of fine. But it's still not that fine. They they yeah. make you watch it and then they walk it back, where they're yeah. like, "It didn't happen, but you did see some stuff that's gonna really haunt you." Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Basically. You're traumatized, but it's fine. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the show before? I have never heard of this one. Yeah, neither have I. I've I've heard of it. Um, I don't know why we never watched it. I think it was like a Showtime or Stars or something like that. I just don't know if we mm. ever had access to it. I feel like it's something I've wanted to watch, but... And I really do I want to watch think. more of it, but unfortunately, it's on Tubi. Oh. And Tubi is a living nightmare. <laughs> it really is. It's not that bad, I guess. It's not that bad. It it's was actually, free. this was one of the best times because our ads did sync up. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was it the pit the pendulum? It made me feel like I was going insane. Like, I feel like it kind of broke us by the end because our ads were not matched up and they were so, like, out of nowhere. Each one would, sometimes they were long, sometimes they were short. This one was pretty consistent, but yeah. Yeah. The ads were a little more wholesome, too, because we've been watching Hulu a little bit on the account you let us borrow. Mm -hmm. Um, And the ads on Hulu were just fucking brutal. It's all just like medical. It's all, ads. yeah, all pills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. all like, Rebelsis. Do you have psoriasis? Take Rebelsis. Rebelsis cause nausea. Rebelsis can cause heart attacks, <laughs> can cause stroke. If you have inflammation, liver damage, kidney damage, do not take Rebelsis. If you're allergic to Rebelsis, do not take Rebelsis. Rebelsis can cause sudden death. Rebelsis can cause, it's these, it's like, wow. yeah. yeah. And you get like three of those ads segue in a row. into our new sponsor, Rebelsis. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those ads are so specific too. I don't know how... The economics make sense. There's one ad on Hulu that was like, oh, do you take medication for depression and now have uncontrollable movements? If yeah, so, that was so sad. Yeah. Really it's like, oh man, you need medication for depression. That's understandable. Yeah. And now yeah. you have like uncontrollable <laughs> movements. movements. You need another medication. Yeah. yeah. And that one, I think in, it might be one of the side effects where it's like may cause depression. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But, oh, and man. it's even more sad because you're just trying to watch Dragon Ball. And you're, oh my God. <laughs> and you're reminded of this tragedy that's happening. Oh, it is um, really true. So you should be able to be like, I need an escape right now. Can I yeah. just have. 30 minutes where the world does not intrude. That one's depressing. And then there's, sorry, there's one more that's like, (laughs) it's a drug you're supposed to take. If you're taking chemotherapy, you're supposed to take it with chemotherapy. Yeah. And the ad is like, are you dying of cancer and taking chemotherapy? Take this drug and you might live slightly longer. 
Oh. And then they list off all these side effects. And again, it's like this nightmare <laughs> list of side effects. Where it's like heart attack, stroke, depression, death, kidney failure, liver failure. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> these poor people are already dying. It's right? frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating alone. because like apparently this is like very much just like an American problem because in other places that have, you know, universal health care, they don't need um, to be advertised to. Yeah. And again, Ugh. and again, I'm sitting there. I'm like, Piccolo's back, and he's stronger than ever. Oh my god! I don't know how Goku, <laughs> I don't know how Goku's going to be able to kill him this time. This is a Jeffrey Combs podcast, not a Dragon Ball podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we really should have done a trigger warning for all of the cancer talk we were going to have. Oh yeah, this cool. is going to be a little bit of a darker episode because um, some there's some sad themes of death and tuberculosis and marrying your 13 yeah. year old cousin and. Yeah, some stuff's going to come up, you know. Just to talk about the show a little bit, I hadn't really heard of it. I googled it. It is kind of interesting how it's just like all of the greats of horror. Yeah, it's called Masters of Horror. And just to read from the Wikipedia a little bit, in 2002, director Mick Garris invited some director friends to an informal dinner. Blah blah blah. The original people at this dinner were John Carpenter, Larry Cohen, Don. Cascarelli, Joe Dante, Guillermo del Toro, Stuart Gordon, uh, Tobe Hooper, John Landis, uh, Bill Malone, and Garris. So that's like (laughs) a lot of- To be a cat like boarded up in the wall of that room, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Mm. And then he did another (laughs) dinner later with Dario Argento, Eli Roth, Wes Craven, David Cronenberg, Tim Sullivan, Rob Zombie, Brian Singer, Fred. It goes on forever. It's a long list. Damn. Were but, there any women included? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? One, Mary Lampert. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. I guess uh, I'm reading this now. I guess Quentin Tarantino went there too. Interesting. Jeez. Lloyd Kaufman and others. I don't know. But basically, just like all of these directors got together, had dinner, and then made a TV show. I mean, which, that's great. Which somehow bombed, I guess. Or maybe it didn't bomb, but it was only on for two seasons, which isn't that much. I, I heard some, some talk of maybe it coming back and oh. maybe doing a revamp yeah. of it. It does seem like something that you see that and you're like, how could that not be just amazing and perfect? Why is that not on Shudder? Yeah, why is that not on Shudder? But I think it can be, those things can be hard sometimes to actually like live up to the expectations or come together in a way. Yeah, I guess the name came from Guillermo. Why can't I say Guillermo? Guillermo de Toro, (laughs) I guess, came up with the name Masters of Horror. And that was like his nickname for the group. You know, the dinner tape, the dinner party. He's like, we're the Masters of Horror. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great impression. Hey, you should make a show. Hey, it's me, Guillermo. (laughs) I will say that if the other ones are half as good as this one was, I need to watch them all. Yeah. Yeah. This was like really well. The production values were great. Acting, as always. Come on. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Superb. So this is Stuart Gordon directing Jeffrey Combs. Playing nope. Edgar Allan Poe. Hey. The episode is called, uh, I forget, the, episode. the, the Black, Black Cat. Cat. Mm-hmm. Season two, episode 11. Mm-hmm. From 2007, was it? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. This is definitely closer to Castle Freak than it is to Reanimator, <laughs> if we're talking about. I mean, there's some Reanimator yeah. stuff happening here. Yeah, but just, I mean, the tone. Oh, yeah, the tone is definitely Castle Freak. The yeah. tone, the violence oh, against God. women and animals. Actually, yeah, and Castle Freak has a cat that has a bad time, too, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof, yeah. cats have a bad time in comb stuff. Yeah. They <laughs> really do. And, and black cats, we've, like, seen some. They've, they've gotten shitty hand out. When I was doing some research for this, too, a link came up. For the uh, Nevermore, the 
production, the play that where Combs plays. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore. And it made me so sad. It was like in 2011, we could have gone to see it for $25 yeah. oh, at the Lincoln so Center. But like, I was just like, we were all there. We were right there and we didn't do it. And it just, I had a time machine. I would use it to go do that. Yeah, exactly that. If I had a time machine, be guiltily like setting it in 2011. People are like, for the common good, right? I'm like, this is what makes the world better. Yes, I'm doing it. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, the butterfly effect. We could live in a completely new reality. (laughs) President Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Because everyone says, you know, you go back and you kill Hitler. But with the butterfly effect, who knows what would... Right. There could be like Hitler number two, right? Yeah, it could be super Hitler right Right. after him. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want that. I I know. That's, you don't want to, you just, that would never be a lot of pressure. Because if you make it worse, can you imagine if things were worse than they are right now? (laughs) Impossible. (laughs) Some might say it's impossible to predict what would happen with Uh the butterfly effect. Uh We also made some predictions for this movie. Oh, Oh, good segue. Nice one. I thought someone might put on some gloves. Mm. Didn't happen. It seemed like the right time period for it. Yeah. 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 You're right. Gloveless. Another gloveless episode. (laughs) I feel like my predictions were really redeemed. I usually, as we all know, I say that a liquid is going to be spilled. This time I even, I I just was like a shattered glass. Let's go with a shattered glass. I knew, I know Poe was kind of an alcoholic. I thought he might throw one, but yeah, we got multiple shattered glasses. It was a festival of shattered glass. (laughs) Beautiful sound of shattered glass and twinkling of an alcoholic. Yeah. Um, But it was great. I was happy. I guessed whipping and (laughs) He took out a, he kind of whipped a cat around the neck. Uh, kind of. Oh. Like counts. <laughs> well, he, he held it loses a, points for being sad. He held a rope. And in my mind, if you hold a rope, then you're whipping. You're, you're whipping on the way to whipping. <laughs> well, if you're holding a rope, you're basically just whipping at zero miles per hour, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you get a 16th of a point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what defines a whip? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Webster says. Well, actually, well, you, you read your prediction while I Google whip. Sure. <laughs> All right. Whip uh, definition. I predict yeah, he die, and like it almost does happen with that rope because he's reaching for it to seemingly like hang himself, but yeah. he doesn't. He lives, even though everyone else seemingly dies. Seemingly dies. Yeah. And it's hard to tell what actually happens. So he yeah. might have died. It's all might have been. His dream after dying. Yeah. So sorry, a whip, a whip by <laughs> definition has to be attached to a handle. So there's uh, no, there was no whipping. Uh, I was no. hoping that the definition was like a cord used as a weapon. Because <laughs> I'd be like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> but no, it needs a handle. Oh. God damn it. So close. Yeah. So close. Yeah, this is a dark one. I kind of wonder if Stuart Gordon got this, you know, opportunity and wanted to work with Combs and Combs is like, write a post story. I want to be Poe. <laughs> Please. Let me be Poe. It is great. He's got like a prosthetic nose. Hmm. He really does look like him. Oh, he's got yeah. the perfect like Poe hair. Oh yeah. yeah. It's kind of like square. Good mustache. Yeah. No. I thought the nose good. was a little distracting until I 
looked at Poe and Wikipedia, I found a picture. And yeah, it's actually exactly what his nose looks like. (laughs) The real Poe's nose looks kind of distracting in real life too. Wow, rude. (laughs) Whatever, he's rich, he's famous. He could take the criticism. Yeah. Yeah. So I also, on a personal note, was excited because it starts with him reciting the one poem that I've ever memorized in my life. (laughs) So I have one Edgar Allan Poe poem that I've memorized since I was a kid. And that's what he starts reading. And I got personally, I was like, I'm connected. I'm I'm in. Maybe you could do a dramatic uh, retelling for the Instagram stories. A dramatic retelling? Of the poem. Of the poem. Oh, I could recite it. I could recite it. Yeah. Just recite it on the podcast. It's already going to be six hours long. <laughs> do, you me, do you want me to recite it right it. now? Well, how long is it? It's pretty short. It's two okay. stanzas. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay. All right, <laughs> I'm going to do it. The the yours. Okay. <laughs> There uh, once take- was a man from Pawtucket. <laughs> <laughs> That's the third thing. So it's dream within a dream. Mm. It goes, take this kiss upon thy brow, and in parting from you now, thus much let me avow. You are not wrong who dream that my days, who deem that my days have been a dream. Yet if hope has flown away in a night or in a day, in a vision or in none, is it therefore the less gone? All that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. I stand amid the roar of a surf-tormented shore and hold within my hands grains of the golden sand. How few, yet how they creep through my fingers to the deep while I weep, while I weep. God, can I not grasp them with a tighter clasp? God, can I not save one from this pitiless wave? Is all that we see or seem but a dream within a dream. Reminds you of Inception. No, no. <laughs> this is no. deep, man. How dare you? It's like a cool movie where they go in a dream and they drive. It's fantastic. So it's like yeah, the perfect well thing yeah. for your sick wife. You recite that and then you throw her cat off the bed and then you try and have sex with her. It's like you're like, this is the perfect thing to just get you in the mood. Yep. You're, I married you when you were 13. You're my cousin. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's one thing that's immediately a little disturbing is his wife is significantly younger than him, which I guess is how it was in real life. As he married his cousin, I don't know how much younger she was, but I think she was quite a bit younger. She was 13 and he was 27. I think even at the time, like they put 21 on the birth or on the marriage certificate. So you're like, yeah, you guys even kind of knew like this Uh, is no, not good. Not good. Well, there was a scene later where there's like two men in the dis talking about the marriage and they're like that shit can maybe fly in the deep south but not here mm, yeah they're yeah. like i guess they're pretty incestuous and i uh, i guess like it would be less weird if combs was 27 at the you know for the filming of this but yeah yeah I, he's uh, not he's not 27 <laughs> 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 I, Sorry, I, yeah, so, I do love his seductive technique where he reads the poem, tosses the cat off her, stands up, and then just undresses so slowly. <laughs> he has so many clothes yeah. on too. And this is the year like 3000 BC, so he has on like a petticoat over suspenders <laughs> over a ruffled shirt. It's going to take a long time. Yeah, it takes a while. He takes <laughs> off the petticoat. He just like takes off the petticoat, then takes off his pants. So he's still wearing like the giant ruffled shirt. Yeah, and then, but that's yeah. he's ready. He, he, he's that's ready. that's like the seduction. You're like you're good to go when you're wearing your big puffy white pirate yeah. shirt. Yeah, it's like oh, you're practically naked. Yeah, and it works because soon she's just like hawking up blood. Oh, 
My angel, are you all right? I'm sorry, Eddie. It's nothing. It must be the cat hair. And I think that's what he wanted, right? No? No. She's got coronavirus. Oh. (laughs) Whoa. She coughs up bright red paint on the she re- It Hello. really was. <laughs> like, like the sh- episode starts with blood dripping. So they know what blood's dripping. She turns her head and coughs onto the pillow. And it, it literally is like acrylic paint. Yeah. <laughs> it's like thick. I'd almost yeah. call it like an orange red. Yeah. It's not even that. <laughs> red. It's like yeah. that Dawn of the Dead blood. Yeah. 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 It really does look like that. The bright pinkish blood. So that's not good. She's got... Consumption and consumption is just tuberculosis. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm. How is that transmitted? I thought it was airborne. I think it, but maybe not. Because shouldn't he have tuberculosis? You know, yeah, it's, you would think. Yeah, it's really funny nowadays <clears throat> watching any sort of media where like there's one sick character. Because mm. mm-hmm. nowadays you're like, oh god, wear a mask. Yeah. He's coughing. Go away. But like, yeah. a, but that's like a modern. That's a new thing, you know? Like, it was very common for people just to be hanging out with other sick people. Yeah, I, don't know. It's, it, I think it was, like, spread through the air from person to person. Yeah. I mean, I guess you didn't always catch it, but she yeah. was not covering her mouth when no. she coughed. No. She was not coughing into her elbow. It was a pretty... Yeah. It's yeah. not good. So, yeah. he's Poe. She is... He calls her Sissy. I guess her real name is Virginia, right? Virginia? Mm-hmm. Virginia yeah. Clem is her real name. Mm-hmm. But Sissy. Sissy. Kind of an insulting sounding nickname, but maybe Sissy was more endearing back then. I don't know. It's also just a weird thing when you marry your young cousin and you call her like sister, like Sissy. Oh, that's yeah. just like. So I think there were rumors creepy. that they had a relationship that was much more like brotherly, sisterly. Mm. Um, and that he, I think her family died and she was kind of alone. And that was part of the reason. But then I think there were like love letters and and other people were like no it was a romantic relationship and he really like kind of fought to marry her but i think yeah she had tuberculosis for like five years and so her health would kind of go and i actually looked up there were like all there was a big scandal with like two other women poets that he like exchanged letters with Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of jealousy and i think virginia like his wife was even like pretty upset about Jeez. One of them, like, oh. yeah, it was heavy, just dr- yeah. drama, you guys. Yeah, yeah, he sounds like an interesting dude. I didn't really know much about him personally until I started to read the Wikipedia page today, <laughs> <laughs> except for his writing. <laughs> yeah. But I was trying to piece together like where his accent's from. So it was ah. like he died in Baltimore, he was born in Boston, and Combs plays it kind of like the southern a little bit accent closer to Baltimore, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. He must have based it on something. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, of course, Combs wouldn't be wrong about this. No. Yeah, I'm sure he's done more <laughs> he's research than we have. Yeah. Maybe Boston was like the South back then. It was like the accents were <laughs> the reverse. Back then. Yeah, like the. One yeah. of my favorite things about this is how hard like it's Poe trying to rebrand himself as a poet. Like it, so the next scene is him trying to sell his poetry. And then basically just being like, we want your weird, scary stories. Like, that's what you're famous for. Just write that. And he's like, no, I'm a poet. And he yeah. keeps saying it through the episode where he's like, yes, I'm the poet. People are like, no, you're not. <laughs> Shut up. The ladies do seem to appreciate poetry, though. For myself, I find it tiresome. Of course. You're right. But they are the favorites of your female readers. A dollar a piece, then. I'll take them, Mr. Poe. 
at the half-dollar price. Mr. Craig. If you agree to give us what we really want, another of your fantastic tales. That's your meat, Mr. Poe. Like the telltale heart. Now, now that was a real success. <laughs> yeah, and the guy's going to pay him like a half-dollar per, I guess, per print? Or I don't know what the deal is, but like... It- doesn't seem like much money. Yeah. I mean, Combs yeah. is clearly upset about it. He wants a dollar. Yeah. yeah. And then he fantasizes about killing him. Take my advice, Mr. Poe. Leave the poetry to the ladies. Your mad tales. Give us another of those. The poet strangles his publisher. Then everyone else takes him for dead. So they put him in his grave alive. Buried alive. Mr. Pope. Yeah, That's pretty fun. Yeah. And this uh, sets up the concept that Jeffrey Combs, uh, sorry, Poe, <laughs> can <laughs> vividly <laughs> imagine killing things and then it's not actually real. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. which matters later on. Yeah. <laughs> to be paying attention. Very vivid imagination. Yeah. And then I like the scene where I like cuts between scenes that are funny. And this is one of those where like he asks for. He, he agrees to write a, a story for this guy. Like Again, he wants to do poetry, but he agrees to write a story. He's like, hey, can I have a small cash advance to help me write this story? And the guy's like, what are you spending this money on? And then just smash cut to him just like pounding, <laughs> pounding like a whole bottle of red wine at some bar. Uh, I, I was wondering if you could see your way clear to give me a small advance to assure its completion. Really, Mr. Falk? Where does all the money go? I, I love that whole scene. It's like, oh, God. Holmes is such a good drunk. Oh, he he's does. like one of my favorite drunks ever. Yeah. He, he causes a scene in this bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's rare that just one, I don't want to say elderly, but one, you know, like 50 year old man can like cause this much of a scene all by himself <laughs> yeah. in a bar. But he, he takes it. Yeah. Well, it's Combs. Of course he's, you know. Yeah, I love him trying to talk about his, his grandfather. Barman, another bottle. You haven't paid me for that one. My credit has always been good here. And that's the problem. You haven't paid me a penny in months. No more until it's settled. I am Edgar A. Poe, grandson of General David Poe, hero of the revolution, sir. He's like, he's a famous general. Everyone's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Well, yeah. it's so great because usually they would just, he would, you would just get kicked out before this. And that's what it's like about to happen. And then he has a brilliant idea to be like, I will make a wager for a bottle of wine that I can stand on one finger. I propose to you that I can stand on only one finger. You can stand on one finger. I can't. And I will. And if you can't, I will reward you with all my time on this earth. And I love that everybody in the bar is like, oh, I want to see how this plays out. Like, immediately <laughs> everybody's just like, and even the bartender, like, yes, okay, let's go. Sir, we have a wager. Uh-huh. Point to the exact spot where you would have me stand. And then it's such a weird turn 
where he has the guy like he's like where should i stay where do you want me to do it and he has the guy like point and point and then like go down to the floor to point and then combs just like it seems like he like breaks his finger yeah, and yeah. like i didn't say whose finger it was and then he just <laughs> then he gets thrown out well right there there no, right there ah! oh! you didn't say it had to be my finger <laughs> Yeah. To be fair, it's a great joke or a great, like, I don't know, bruise. It's a good yeah. joke. <laughs> it's a good joke. But as Cass said, like, they add this bone crunching sound effect. <laughs> I mean, it's got to fuck up his finger at least a little bit. Yeah, it's like he's killed Yeah, that would hurt. But I love that, like, Holmes laughs really hard and the whole bar laughs really hard. And then that's another just great cut to him, like, literally being thrown in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like him thrown in the trash. That's fun. Yeah, but it establishes that. Everybody hates Poe and he owes everybody money. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because yep. yeah, yeah. someone else like walks into the bar and another poet, like a bunch of other writers enter this bar. You know? Yeah. Poe asks him for like, you know, alone. Uh, yeah. Alone. And the guy is clearly like already upset with him. And yeah, he says like, after the way you eviscerated my poetry in your last <laughs> That's book. Right. That's right. Friend, fellow poet. Could you make me a small loan to appease this gentleman? After the way you savaged my last book in your review, you may hang him, sir, for all I care. I got it. I guess, not making good friends there. I guess Poe also reviews other writings or something. Yeah. Yep. So he's yep. drunk as hell. <laughs> Time to go see your sick wife at home. <laughs> Stumble home to your wife. Goes, yeah, he goes home. His wife is there with, there's like another man sitting at the kitchen table. Innocent, innocently, isn't you know, the way I said that sounds bad. This poor, <laughs> this poor fucking guy. <laughs> this poor guy gets the, so th- this poor guy is just here to buy their piano. Shall I recite to you one of my lyrics, Mr. I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, Mr. Fordham mm. is here to buy the piano. Yes. Don't you remember, Eddie? Yeah, he's like yeah. answered yeah. like the worst Craigslist ad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know what? I'd really like a used piano. And he's yeah. like, I thought after that, <laughs> this should be easy. Yeah. He wants to buy this piano and they want to sell the piano because they need the money because Poe just drinks all the money away. That is my wife's piano. It is not for sale. I. We discussed this. I will not let you give up your music. We need the money. No. Let me do this. For us. But Poe is just like, he's drunk as hell. He's knocking shit over. He asks the guy what his name is and forgets it instantly. (laughs) He like demands that his wife play a song for them both. Like one last song before we get rid of it, you know. Virginia. You must play for him. Oh. And for me. <laughs> she starts to sing, and it sounds good. She coughs once. Thou hast called me thine. Thou hast called me thy angel. Then all of a sudden just explodes in blood. <laughs> just torrents <laughs> of blood. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sissy. Sissy. So like, much it blood. Erupts it's out impressive. Of her. I, yeah. It's really good. 
and there was such bad blood in the previous scene, but this blood is really convincing. Yeah. Like it just, it just so much blood. Spews out. Yeah. She like coughs all over Combs's face. Yeah. Oh, I good. mean, could yeah. this happen if it's like it, it, the doctor says something like she had Watcher, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, uh, like a, what's the word? Blood, like a, uh, a blood thing. Yeah. A blood <laughs> thing <laughs> ruptured. But it, it is it's horrifying. <laughs> and from that, that flash of him murdering the publisher and then taking it back, you're like, is this really happening? Are they going to like, mm-hmm. this is going to be some weird like fantasy, but it, no, it really did. She just coughed. Yeah. There's a torrent of blood. Yep. And multiple torrents, too, because it's one of those things where she's like, blah, and a ton of blood comes out. Then she turns around and goes, blah, and more blood comes out. <laughs> turns around, blah, blah, All blah, over yeah. the piano. Yeah. yeah. And poor Mr. Fordham is just like, what the, f- where am I? Yeah, where- Combs takes his drink to offer to her. Oh, yeah, I love that. And- so she's like exploding in blood, and he's like, <laughs> get her a drink. <laughs> My God, man, get her a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I think it gives like a glass of wine. Well, it's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. one of those all like, they have. Tiny <laughs> glasses too. I don't know what you would call that, but it's almost like an elegant shot glass. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it has such little liquid in it, and she doesn't, you know, she barely is able to even grasp it, and it, that shatters. <laughs> so there's that the first glass breakage. They have, I think, by this point, we've seen all their pets. They've got <laughs> a goldfish. <laughs> A little mm-hmm. bird in a cage. Also, when he comes home drunk, he just like almost knocks over the bird cage instantly. He almost <laughs> yeah. knocks over the goldfish bowl, and they also have a black cat mm-hmm. named Pluto. Yeah, and the fish's name is Phineas, and the bird's name is uh, Annabelle. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. We should say it's a very cute black cat. I think they yeah, it's oh, super cute. Yeah, it's really cute. I think they have like three cats. I think there's one that's like the stunt cat that they carry around and toss around, mm-hmm. and then there's one cat whose job is just to look at the camera, and that's yeah. the really yeah. cute. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got my really Hollywood fluffy. face. Yeah. But yeah. this gross cat just drinks her blood. Yeah, and then we go to commercial break. Yep. <laughs> so we got ads for I oh my god, Panera. there's too many. There's too many. Panera, Please, yeah. let's not Domino's. <laughs> Down, okay, uh, we down. we do have to say because we have heard that Tubi has some anti-choice like ads, right? Mm-hmm. Like some yeah. pro-life ads. So I was curious to see if we were going to get any of those. I was going to rail against them if we did, but we did not. We we just got like Domino's and Olive Garden and AutoZone. <laughs> <laughs> it was just those three over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. We got a blood donation ad. That, that was a fun. fun one. Yeah, uh, I mean, fun. following right timing. after that. <laughs> 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 it, I mean, you know, wholesome, but also poignant to, uh, the, you yeah. know, what we're watching. So, yeah. 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 Well, I did like all the food Great. ones, too, where it's like, yeah, a woman just barfs up a bunch of blood and they're like, do you want some breadsticks? <laughs> <I'm> like, no. <laughs> Go to Panera. Is it literally blood soup. in Tomato the cat soup. licking up blood and then you come back and the cat is still just like licking up blood? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's gross. Yep. I wonder how they got the cat to lick it. I mean, they must have put, put some tuna in there. Yeah, I was going to say tuna juice. <laughs> Yeah, put some food coloring and tuna juice, and yeah, any cat will lick that up. Yeah, yeah. there was a—I don't know what part of it, but there was one scene with the cat where it's like pawing at the camera, and you can just tell that there's someone with a treat like right <laughs> off. That's like yeah, my yeah. favorite. You can tell the cat's just like, just give me the treat. So at this point in the episode, we're like, we love this cat. This cat is great. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see what cute things this cat does. And- <laughs> Yeah. What yeah. fun adventures it goes on. Oh, 
I mean, the, it's named. The story's named after the cat, the black cat. Yeah, yeah. It's the titular black cat. The titular black cat. I thought maybe it would like befriend a pug, and they can go on a little adventure or something. Aww. Or oh, that'd be sweet. Or like, uh, or it could befriend like a snake and a pig, and then they could rescue. Sure. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, so after the commercial break, we get this hilarious. I guess it's not that hilarious, but like <laughs> doctor scene where the doctor's looking at her, and I just love doctors back then. We're just I guess for a very long time, just doctors just didn't know shit and just couldn't really yeah. do anything because yeah. he's just like, she needs to sleep. First of all, he's like, keep her calm. Keep, she needs to be kept calm. Nothing must upset her. She must be kept calm. Now, this is of the utmost importance. Nothing must upset her. Because back then, people were just so worried about women being hysterical. That was all people cared about. Like, yeah. Women being hysterical. They would do anything to prevent that. <laughs> I feel like, like that was like seventy percent of women. Like if you if you were a woman and you got sick, they were like, mm, "It might be hysteria. Yeah, <laughs> like there might be something just wrong with your womb." And you're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. It's either that or tuberculosis." I have tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coughing up blood, and he's like, "Hysterical blood." Yeah. But yeah, this is definitely pre-germ theory. Like they don't understand that germs come. Out. They're just like, like I, she's probably a. Maybe a little past the time that they'd put a leech on her. So yeah. that's mm. good. But yeah. Good. But the doctor's only real advice is nothing must upset her, which Jeffrey Combs does such a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> he really takes it to heart. He He's like, something must upset her. The doctor's like, you're not listening. Yeah. Yeah. And, I think uh, immediately following, he sees the piano covered in blood, blood and he like takes an axe to it and smashes it to bits. <laughs> Bam, like deafening noise. Yeah, and it's, you know, in pieces. And then seconds later, it's not. It's whole, and his wife is playing it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of this episode where you don't know what's imaginary and what's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's, like, feebly trying to clean the blood off of it, because she's like, we still need to sell it, because you drink all of our money. Virginia, what are you doing out of bed? We have to sell it. We need the money. You have to rest. Yeah, and he's just like no one's buying that piano. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked that part because it did seem like that was a hallucination. Because mm-hmm. like yeah. him smashing the piano felt very real, and then you just see her just like she's back at the piano dabbing at it, and you're like, oh, he's imagining this, but no, that's real. Oh, yeah. yeah, tinctures. Yeah. That's another doctor thing. Like back then, they would just say to stay calm, and they'd give you tinctures. And yep. the tinctures yeah. are just like pure cocaine and like, <laughs> it's like pure cocaine and laudanum and just like horse drugs. Basically. Damn. Yeah. Like Perfect. ivermectin, basically. Yeah. Great. yeah. Nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> you would you would sleep. You would just drink that and then you would probably pass out for hours. Yeah. Not with combs in the house. No, that's true. Yeah, she can't. Yeah, he's just causing all kinds of chaos. There's one little thing too when the doctor leaves. He's like, that'd be $13. And combs is like, how dare you mention money when my wife is in the other room? Now that'll be $10 for the fee and $2 for the sedative. To speak of money? While my wife is suffering in the next room is your man, sir. I am a doctor. When should I speak of it? Send the bill to Mr. Graham. I'm in the process of writing a story for his magazine, the October issue. And then he just can't pay. The doctor's like, I'm sick of your bullshit. I've treated you in your drunken stupors and your delirium, and you've never paid what you promised. I'll pay you 
when I can, please. I suggest you find another physician to attend to her. Good night, Mr. Pope. Yeah, I like find me. another doctor. Good day, like a lot of money, right? Thirteen dollars. He then. was a house call. Yeah, Damn. I guess yeah. back then, yeah. Well, especially considering all he did was say, "Just don't upset her," <laughs> and take <Yeah>. this, <laughs> take this tincture of cocaine and horse drugs. Mm. Yeah. So he promises his he promises to his wife he will stop drinking and start writing. Mm. I'm afraid taking care of me inspires you to drink. Writing is your genius. Your life. Please don't destroy them with drink. Write, Eddie, please. For me. I will. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to write. Like, mm-hmm. animals are a distraction. Your bird's chirping. Your fish is doing stuff. <laughs> Pluto, Pluto's looking around. Yeah. I do love, it is shit. such a classic. Like, he keeps dipping his pen in the ink and being like, okay, now I'm going to write. And then just, like, the little thing happens and you're like, ah. But he needs to maybe just get some noise-canceling headphones. And just, right. like, yeah. focus. <laughs> Also, it's interesting. It, um, Combs is definitely left-handed. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like he keeps trying to write with his right hand. And it's like, man, maybe he should just swap hands. <laughs> yeah. But maybe that's the problem. I think we solved the it. writer's block. <laughs> it is this perfect like comedic situation where he's trying to, he's trying to write. There's like a fishbowl to his left, a bird to his right. <laughs> a cat somewhere. A cat that's just trying to kill both. What's gotten into you? And then his wife just keeps coughing in the other room. (coughs) (laughs) So just like he's like in the epicenter of distraction. It seems very annoying. It's very funny. I do. I really did like this episode because there's such range from Combs in this. He gets to be funny. He gets to be drunk. He gets to be angry. He gets to be sad. Yeah, he it's gets like to be romantic. The whole gamut. Yeah, yeah, romantic. He gets to be yeah. seductive oh, in his sailor-weight shirt. It's his 13-year-old cousin. <laughs> we get it all. We never really get to see, like, I just, all Good. I want is, like, leading man, like, romance hero combs. And, yeah. like, I feel like when we get it, it's like this, where he's just yeah, like, taking oh. off his, like, <laughs> pantaloons, and you're like, oh, it's not the same. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I like uh so the cat somehow steals the fish. And I kind of yeah. love this because he looks at the fishbowl and it's empty and he just goes, What have you done? Pluto, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a funny thing to say to a cat after it steals a fish. It's like he's still a fish. It's, I mean, they do I mean that. If you have an open Great. fish like just yeah. on a table and you have a cat, like if the cat gets the fish, that's kind of on you. Yeah. 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 And like what what's implied there? Yeah, like it, does the does the cat change after he drinks the blood? <clears throat> I, don't I don't know. Like it's weird. Mm. After the cat drinks the blood, it becomes so crazed that it tries to eat a goldfish. 
which is something <laughs> something a cat nope. would never do. No, it harasses a, a bird. I mean, like in the very beginning, the cat kind of swipes at Combs when he's reading the poem. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> this Sorry. Is, no, this is. Oh, you. You're. <laughs> I know. You got the tuberculosis. I've got the tuberculosis. Got the tuberculosis. Blood just. We didn't have thirteen dollars. I know. <laughs> I, know. I don't want to drink whatever's in that little glass bottle. That's well, like thirteen dollars per second nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Might be more actually. Yeah. 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 Probably, yeah. Probably low oh, Anyways, uh, so this is when the episode gets a little darker. Yeah, yeah. This is when the animal shit picks up a little bit, because the wife. So after the the fish gets eaten, the wife coughs up more blood. It kind of cuts to just like overnight. Like he's trying to sleep, he hears some sort of commotion, and um, kind of steps out to see what the commotion is, and the cat has got the bird. And this was a little disturbing because the bird is on, it's like this yellow bird. The bird is on the floor and it seems like a real bird. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But its wing is kind of out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they raised stunt birds to do this, but it did look legitimately injured. And I was like, how'd they get the bird to like mm-hmm. lay there with its wing out in that angle? Maybe they yeah. use string. Maybe it's, maybe again, it's a stunt bird that's been trained to just like sit there in a weird way, but. Yeah, because hmm. yeah. it looked it, yeah extremely real, except for like some bright red, paint, like a tiny little bit of bright red paint on its back. Yeah, I think that was a real bird. You know, oh, a, yeah, it looked like a real bird. bird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was just exhausted. Maybe they let it. I don't know. Maybe there's some place in Hollywood where you can rent out a crippled bird for, <laughs> for scenes like this. Oh no! They got all sorts of crippled animals that you could just like put on the ground. I guess that's one really good thing about CGI. I mean, not that. But I like CGI and things, but I mean, maybe it has spared some animals some mm-hmm. anguish. Because yeah. I hope no animals were hurt here. But it kind of seems yeah. like maybe. Well, <laughs> speaking of no animals hurt, so if your bird is injured, what do you do? <laughs> oh, I know this one. Yeah. Go you put it. it in your palm and you say, I'm sorry. <laughs> and you crush it. Yeah. I'm sorry. disturbing little like crunchy sound yeah it's yeah. a very crunchy sound it's like biting into celery it's just oh, like yeah. yeah yeah that happens off camera at least yeah he his hand goes off camera before he crushes it but it's not good yeah i think before that yeah. too doesn't he slug some booze maybe i think yeah it's a constant he needs it <laughs> So just like the previous scene, he swore to never drink again. Like he sees one dead bird and is like, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Back on the wagon. No, that was Annabelle. Annabelle was really cute, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's not enough animal death for him. He is crazy. He picks up, he finds the cat. He picks up the cat. And this is one of those things where like, I doubt the cat was hurt. Mm, but yeah. clearly the cat's not happy, you know, like yeah. he's yeah. kind of, he's kind of rough. He's kind of handling it a little roughly. And it's clearly like flopping around, like trying to get away. And it 
looks like it might be hissing in real life too. Actually. I almost wonder mm-hmm. if Combs might have gotten scratched or bit or something, or I don't know. Nope. It was a little rough. It was like yeah. kind of that uh, castle freak where like it was that like one scene like mm-hmm. where they, they were pulling the cat and the cat seemed actually genuinely distressed. Like this one, I don't think they hurt the cat, but it did seem genuinely distressed yeah. in that scene. And I did not like that. Yeah. It didn't, wasn't having a good time. And so how no. do you punish a cat? Here's another question. How do you punish a cat who kills a pet bird? What do you do? He goes from zero to 60 so fast. Yeah. Oof. What do you do? Uh, Well, he's a writer, so Mm. you would use some tool that you have to do your writing with, like a typewriter or maybe a quill. Mm. Mm. Is that what it was? Was it a quill? I thought so. I thought it was. I didn't even notice. I thought it was a tiny pocket knife, but I could be wrong. Oh, I thought it was a letter opener, but like, honestly, (laughs) no, I I don't know. Well, I would use a quill. (laughs) Yeah. At least that would make more sense. Well, anyways, he just stabs out the cat's eye. Demon! Yeah. yeah. He holds yeah. the cat, like, he just holds oh. the cat by its neck and just, like, stabs its eye out. And there's a pretty gruesome shot where you see the the knife go into the eyeball. Yeah. So they didn't yeah. hold back. And the eyeball goes to the ground, and later he, like, accidentally steps on it with, like, a squish noise. Well, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a movie where an eyeball hits the ground, you got to have someone step on it barefoot and have a squish sound. It's just the yeah. rules. Yeah, it's yeah the rules. those are the it's true. Those, those are the, the rules. rules. But yeah, it's just such a weird choice. He does that, and then he drops the cat, and the cat runs away, and then she immediately comes yeah. in and is like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "All of the pets are dead except for that one." And I just like. Maimed, like for no reason. No, he has like a weird. He has like a little kid story that's it's like so good. Like, there was yeah. another black cat. Yeah, looked just like Pluto. And they like, fought, and that one did the bad thing to Pluto's eye, not me. No, I don't believe it. He's the one who's been attacked. No, Look at him. No, 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 no. There was another cat, a black cat, just like Pluto. He must have killed them, and and then Pluto fought with him. Yeah, but like all the yeah. animals are either dead or like really maimed. It's not yeah. good, and I don't think she buys his story. No, and it's it's almost funny, even though it's so disturbing, because like the doctors just told him to not upset her. <laughs> yeah, and then like on the first night, she comes out and just like every pet is dead. <laughs> or, Our pets' yeah, heads are falling off. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. It's just. I love she says that too. She's just like. Our pets. What's been going on? Our pets. <laughs> it's like, yeah, your pets. Yeah, yeah all of them. <laughs> and I guess if you wake up and you have tuberculosis and you just see all of your pets dead, you just die yourself too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what happens. Yes. Or sorry. do yeah. you? No, but. Oh, he even she, says, sorry, he even says a funny line about the booze because that's really what gets her. She's like, you promised not to drink and you drank. He's like, no, this cat, oh, the cat spilled the booze. You've been drinking again. No. The, the cat spilled that yeah. <laughs> like, into my mouth. <laughs> Edgar, please. Oh, uh, and so she just does a full like she's just down. She's mm-hmm. just down on the ground. Sissy, Sissy, I'll go get a doctor. No, don't leave me. It's alright, Sissy, Sissy. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then I took a picture because there's a great like crossfade where it's like she's like laid out and then it just like kind of crossfades where it's like her in a little in her little coffin. Yeah. Mm, just yeah. staring at his And he's just staring. He's like, yeah. And you're like, you oh, you did this. Like this is kind of on you. Yeah, it's it's your fault. Yeah, it cuts right to the funeral scene. Mm. So I said before that doctors are these doctors seem to be useless. And I guess we'll talk about that more in a second. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is her funeral scene. She's in the casket. It seems like it's just in his house, though. Like it's not in a funeral parlor. Yeah, just kind it's of... his house, yeah. But I think that was traditional. I think you would have like a wake and things like that, and you would keep the um, body just in the house for a few days before it was mm. it's, just, it's rough, man, because there's just two dudes just like shit-talking combs, like yeah. right next to his dead wife. <laughs> Talking <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, they're like two feet away. <laughs> it's like fellas. They're like, he fashions himself a poet now, and then they talk about how like the Marriage is all incestuous and how it wouldn't fly in this town. It's a shame. He could never provide for a woman of her delicacy. How could he? So long as he fancied himself a poet. (laughs) (laughs) She's so young. So very young. A mere... A mere girl. And... And his cousin. Mm. An acceptable match in Richmond. But this is Philadelphia. Yeah, they're it's like, so he's rude. a loser. He's a bad poet. His wife was beautiful and young. She deserved way better. Also, they were first cousins. That's yeah. gross. Like, And he's literally, he's like, I can hear you. <laughs> but he's, he's in his own little sad world. They're like, but the actor who plays him is great, though. <laughs> very well acted so good he's got a natural charisma that just makes us like him no matter what one of the guests is this poor guy who tried to buy the piano for some reason he can't (laughs) and And once again combs doesn't remember his name Combs like oh it's mr uh hmm." (laughs) and then the guy just like without saying anything just leaves that's it yeah well i feel like his wife is doing that like ask him about the piano he's like i can't i can't We're not getting the blood. piano. Yeah. Man. You don't want that piano lady. So I think uh, his boss comes, I guess say boss, but I guess it's a publisher mm. comes to the funeral and is like, Hey, it's like time to write. <laughs> 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 and Poe is like, I'm not, I'm no more interested in writing. I have no more interest in anything. Yep. Well, he even offers him like an advance to help with like her mm. funeral. He's yeah. like, no, I'm not writing anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's really nice. Look, Edgar. I can advance you a small sum on your story. She should have a proper burial. Yes, she should. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's nice, but then he's, I also love that, like, literally they're looking at her body and he's like, it's time to move on. We gotta get going. <laughs> get a hold of yourself, Edgar. We all have to go on, you know? And you have your writing. Yeah, and you're like, okay, well, maybe don't rush him that much. Yeah, Yeah. he goes from nice to sleazy because at first he's like, here, hey, take an advance so she can have a nice burial, Mm. and then he's just like, there are ways to ease the pain, and just like takes out like three hundred dollars or something. It's really (laughs) scummy. Yeah, there are ways to ease the pain. Yeah, it's pretty lousy. 
and Pogo's nuts. Yeah, yep. and he kicks yeah. everyone out. And everyone's doing that like old English indignant thing where they're like, this is not how a gentleman acts, good sir. <laughs> my, <laughs> my word. Just everyone is like that. And then the yeah. poor Fordham guy, the guy who's trying to buy the piano, like Pogo like, grabs him and like shakes <laughs> him and tosses him out. Leave me alone. That is not how a gentleman behaves. How would you know? All of you, get out! Now! Leave me! As you come yourself! All of you! Get out! I say come yourself, sir! Leave me alone! This poor guy. Yeah, why was he there? Yeah, he, he can't, his wife was like, "You bought this piano. Let's go see about the piano." And he was like, "We're not getting it. It's yeah. covered in blood." Yep. Yeah. Eddie. Eddie's having trouble. Mm. Yeah. He's in a bad spot. <laughs> this is where he gets the whip. I mean, the rope. <laughs> yeah. He he kicks everyone out. Opens up a drawer. There's a rope. It seems like there's a pre-tied noose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of seems like it's already tied into a perfect noose. He's like, oh, I'm going to hang myself. And then he says, wait a minute, I'll just hang the cat instead. Yeah. yeah, he's like, this is all the cat's fault. And you're like, is it? Yeah, this mm. poor cat. Because it was just like the previous scene, the cat got its eye gouged out. Yeah. He picks up the cat like by the scruff. And at this point, you can tell it turns into, it's just a, a dummy at this point. You can tell it's not a real cat anymore. But he does just like hang it from the rafters while it's still alive. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Just like, it's yeah. rough. It's it, awful. Yeah, it's really hard to watch. Yeah. Lights the house on fire. We stand on the brink of a precipice. We peer into the abyss. We grow sick and dizzy. We plot. Yeah. Instantly <laughs> spills oil and lights the house on fire. There's one little shot of like the poor little cat dummy going up in flames. <laughs> it is incredible. <laughs> it's like if you're going to hang a cat dummy, you might as well set it on fire <laughs> just to get that shot because it was so great. Yeah. So the little flames just like. <laughs> <laughs> as if it was just a little cotton dummy stuffed with cotton balls. It just goes, woof. Oh my God. Oh. And then there's some coffin. <gasps> She wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> the wife is alive. He's been reanimated. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it is doctors. There were sometimes it was you'd feel for a pulse and you'd put a mirror under their nose and then you'd just be like, this woman is dead. This man is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, she's not. <laughs> or don't even feel for the pulse. Just kind of look at her and say, yeah, she looks pretty dead. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, she fell down bit. on the floor and she wasn't hysterical. She's dead. dead. <laughs> Back then, like to avoid indecency, they would feel for your pulse, like on top of your clothing. <laughs> just like, it would yeah. just touch your sleeve. Yeah, just like poke you a little. I'm it is sure. terrifying, though. Like, I do think people, like, legitimately got buried alive sometimes yeah. because they would be in a coma. So it's kind of a blessing that they were poor as shit and couldn't bury her. No. Yeah. Mm. All that smoke. I guess smoke is maybe like... It's good for tuberculosis, I hear. <laughs> Burning you know. cat is really good for TB. Well, that doctor did say they had to go to a milder climate, so maybe mm. she just needed some more heat. 
Yeah. Yeah. She was just cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was certain. I was certain this was another hallucination when she coughed. Yeah. 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 Kind, of, kind of shocked when it's real. Yeah. She's alive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or I thought it was like she was going to die again. Like, it, not only was she alive, but she was kind of like, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good as new. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, he picks her up, runs out of the house. Kind of a strange smash cut to him being kicked out of a bar yet again. Could mm, be the yeah. same bar. We don't really know what's happened because it's just him being kicked out of the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah walks down some alleyway and there's a cool shot of like this black cat shadow stalking him as he oh, yeah. walks. So good. Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't know amazing. if it was painted or like CGI, but it's a fun little animated. Yeah. Cause shadow. it's like huge too. It's like a size of a building. Love there's it. some yeah, really yeah. good cat yowling in the shadows. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. But yeah, I'm curious. The, he no longer has a house. He lives like in a townhouse now or some, you know, some, these row houses, it looks like, mm. like Rocky two. Yeah, well, burn it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And sure enough, his wife is there. She's alive. Yeah. She's, yeah. Just, she's just chilling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to be alone. Don't leave me again. You came back to me from the grave and still a failure. Heaven curse me if I ever take another drink. Yep. Just okay. Yeah. yeah. The end. That's the end of yeah. the story. It's a happy ending. <laughs> Everyone survived. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then they hear like a little scratch, scratch at the window. And I love that she's just like out of bed going to investigate. And he's like, you'll catch a chill. It's like, she's just let her do whatever she wants right now. Yeah. So she finds another cat. A cat comes in. It's Pluto. Because you can tell because his eye has been gouged out. But he has a little white ring. Mm. And I love, I love Combs being like, it's not Pluto. But he can't say like, because I killed him and burned (laughs) his little body alive. So he's just like, I'm pretty sure it's not the cat. It's Pluto. No, he died in the fire. Oh, he must have escaped. A little on the nose because she's like, oh, he has a ring around his neck, like a collar. And Combs is like, or a noose. (laughs) Look at this white patch, see? Goes all around his neck, <laughs> like a collar. More news. Stop it, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, what? Under his breath. <laughs> oh, sorry, what did you say? <laughs> what? Uh, I said that the door is loose. <laughs> <laughs> I said uh, I left something in my caboose. <laughs> I said uh, I love that he's. I said we like some juice. <laughs> opportunity for him to storm out go down to the basement where he keeps <laughs> there's a loose brick yeah and behind that loose brick is his cellar cellar alcohol <laughs> who doesn't have cellar beers yeah <laughs> Who doesn't keep that Come on. Yeah. It's kind of funny because he just was kicked out of a bar. Yeah. Yeah. And like he just needs to go to the basement, just bust out his, his cellar beers. Just he's drink home for home. five minutes. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. home for five minutes and he's already in the basement just like guzzling that. But it's so much cheaper to drink at home. It's yeah. true. Like yeah. there, there had to have been markup on booze at bars back then too. Yeah, but yeah. your wife is like, stop drinking all of our mm. money. And then you have to go down to the basement because the cat you killed showed up again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's sure, so it's awkward. inconvenient, but. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, 
And then Pluto appears in the basement, kind of hissing. Yeah. And there's one more really cute shot of the cat looking right at the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm kind of curious. Sorry. I'm curious how they covered that one eye. Hmm. Because it looks pretty good. Like they got some real fur over the eye. I wonder how they do that for cats. If they have something that just... It almost looked like a cat that was like actually missing an eye. But I think that could be. Maybe, but I think it was the same cat actor from the previous show. (laughs) Yeah. You should investigate. I guess with CGI, you could pretty easily, like if it's a black cat, you could probably put some fake fur there pretty easily, right? That's true. And he doesn't move very much. It's just kind of a static shot. That's probably pretty easy to do. It's possible, yeah. I wonder if in the credits they list. Uh, all of the cats. That oh God! Involved. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't. You don't want to see that because then there could be like a hundred cats. <laughs> <laughs> so not to get too dark, we've heard of like Milo notice about yeah, how. Yeah, I used to love that movie yeah. so Same. much, and then I was. This was the past few Oof. years. I found out that the yeah, yeah like they killed like seven hundred cats making that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful! It's so awful. It's almost like a stop motion film because like every frame. <laughs> Every frame is a different cat. (laughs) They would pose the cat, shoot one frame of film, shoot it, get another cat. (laughs) Well, I do think that they had like the kittens in the water. I think they would just throw them in there. And like, yeah, pretty much now any movie that I liked as a kid that had animals in it. Like I was at the uh, Goodwill the other day and there was a VHS of the movie. Do you remember the bear? Oh my God, yeah. And I like saw it. And was like, oh, I remember. And then immediately it was just like, nope, I bet really bad stuff happened on that set. Mm. Like, I bet I can't go back and rewatch it now mm. because I'm just pretty sure to get a bear to act, you don't treat it well. Well, speaking of which, I'll just tell one more horrible Milan Otis story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even the there's a pug too, and I guess they killed a few of those pugs. No, I mean I don't. Not that the pugs are. <laughs> Why? Why? There's a scene in the movie where the pug fights a bear. Where oh my god, I don't remember <laughs> any of like, this. Quite, quite literally, like this grizzly bear steps out of the woods, and like my and Otis is defending Milo, literally swiping at the bear. And I guess in real life, the bear just like killed the dog, and they, oh just, like, and they just filmed until the dog died, and then just obviously cut off that part. How is it, how do they get away with it? Is it Japan? It's, just, it's a it's a Japanese movie, believe it or not. Even though it's very you never know because it's all Americanized. But I guess. But then they just oh. showed, then they they I, they just showed it to all of us when we were little. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think he told everyone. It's not like yeah, it's just future <laughs> trauma bomb of like here because I really did like I loved animals. Oh, yeah. I loved that movie, and I yeah the horror of being like wait what. Like I was just watching. Yeah, I was watching animals in the last seconds of their life. Like Anyways, little baby cute animals. God, this is a rough episode. Yeah. No, trigger warning. I don't know. Trigger warning after the. Because we're all like, especially this. I'm like, if anybody, I promise, probably nobody else was as upset as we would be. Yeah, like watching bad things happen to to animals on screen. It's awful. We oh, yeah. should say that. All four of us in Combs crew own black cats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt and Kat have a black cat and we've got two black cats. Yep. Yep. And during this, like watching these horrible things happen to the cats, I was like, where's our cat? Like, yeah. I want to pet our cat. Yeah. I know. I always for go for Atticus. I always like go and give him a hug and he's like, what? I'm like, I just need <laughs> to hug me you right <laughs> So You're anyways, okay, back buddy. on, back on horrible things happening. So oh, yeah. he drinks yeah. his cellar beers. Um, yep. Pluto, uh, the cat's there hissing at him. Combs just picks up an axe. He has his big ass axe. He picks it up, starts to stalk Pluto until his wife comes down. And his wife's like, "What the? Fuck? What, yeah. the what the? 
Who did I marry? What is yeah. worst husband? Yeah. Eddie. What's the matter? Why are you acting like this? Ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of all the first cousins, I had to marry this one. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And yet again, she's like, "Oh, you've been drinking." This is when she figures it out. I guess. Yeah. You're drunk. You've been I having some beers. This scene where he's like, yeah, you believe me. You always believe me. I can't write. <laughs> just like, okay, we have a lot of problems. We should probably like come up with a plan for all of them. Yeah. But this is not it. I can't write! I do like his delivery of I can't write, though, because he really belts that out. Yeah. yeah. It kind of reveals that like the maybe the root of all of his psychosis is just the fact him, his fear of not being able to write maybe, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I don't know. But he, he's trying to kill Pluto with his ax still. I think Pluto like comes out and even though his wife is there, he's still swinging at Pluto yeah. with his ax. Well, she like talks him down. They start to leave and then he hears Pluto and it's just immediately mm-hmm. like rage monster again. He's like, yeah, no, you know what? I am going to pick up this ax and I am going to just swing wildly. <laughs> So what what would you do if your wife was holding a cat that you wanted to kill with an axe? What would you do? I would be like, please put down the cat so I can kill it and not injure you. The one thing I don't want to do is injure you. Yeah. Yeah. Or... So his wife picks up Pluto and Jeffrey Combs, sorry, Edgar Allan Poe, puts the axe straight into her face accidentally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah! In his defense, oh it was God. accidental. I would say, was it? Because <laughs> he swings hard at her. Oh, yeah. It, it's it, incredible. It's right in the middle of her fucking face, too. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is a really gory shot. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's awful, but as for horror, it is kind of amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. Oh, yeah. There's so much blood. The way yeah. she, like, staggers around with that axe in her head is, like, yeah. really upsetting. Yeah. And it's, like, from it's well her, done. it's from, yeah. like, her nose to the top of her head so kind of like mid face yeah but not yeah kind of her mouth too a little too yeah but it's really gross because she's screaming and then she pulls it out and there's like a really they've got a really good prosthetic actually like the head all split open yeah yeah that they show a little bit and she's dead she dies yeah i would actually kind of be curious about how they pull that off because it looks it's horrifying but it, it's a really great effect. And at this point, it's like, oh, I don't think this is historical fiction. I think this. I think this is more. <laughs> I think this is more fiction. Yeah, yeah. yeah we would have heard about this if Poe killed his <laughs> wife by shoving an axe in the center of her fucking face. I didn't read this on the Wikipedia. This <laughs> yeah, this is odd. <laughs> and I was kind of thinking, it's like, is this bad? Because Poe is a real person, and he probably has surviving family. You know, like, is it weird? To make fiction like this about a person who was alive. (laughs) It's a weird choice to like, yeah, take an iconic story and then insert the author as the protagonist of the story. Because I think Mm -hmm. the story is like just the narrator. I don't think they ever say who it is. And they're like, what if it were Edgar Allan Poe? (laughs) You're like, okay, 
I guess he's murdering his wife. To come, I mean, the ending kind of justifies it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the ending I justifies agree. it. But yeah. 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 So I have a question. Mm-hmm. If you've just brutally murdered your <laughs> wife, what would you do with her body? In the wall. <laughs> You're like, I already wall. have one little hole for yeah. where I store my alcohol. What if I just make that hole a little bigger? The I could store there. a lot of stuff in there. Like my <laughs> wife. I just don't cat. understand. So if if you move one brick and there's a bottle of booze behind it, and you remove 50 bricks, there's enough room for a person? Like, where does the booze go when you put it in there? I, I think it's Seemingly Edgar just hollow. Poe, well, I think it was sitting on the other bricks. I think in Edgar Allan Poe's day, all brick walls had little chambers behind mm. them that you could put a person apparently and re, like re it uh, happens a lot it happens po, a lot I see world. it seems to be just like a historical thing so like every room had like one part of it that you could store a body and, and yeah. re-brick it just in oh. case yeah and guess what we have a bride of reanimator callback too because he yeah. also loves to shove bodies behind a brick wall <laughs> in the basement and hope that the problem solves itself yep, yep. I'm assuming Stuart Gordon like has something like this in his basement. I'm like, you have. Has anybody yeah. knocked on Stuart Gordon's bricks down yeah. in his basement? Oh. I can imagine. Check. Sorry. I can imagine some sketch comedy about Poe just like <laughs> putting everything into his walls. It's just like, <laughs> just, just like restores everything, you know? <laughs> like his plate. Ups his books. Yeah, his if he wants like a plate, he has to break his wall down. <laughs> yeah, he like regrouts it every yeah, single every time. time. <laughs> I do love the flash forward where he has just done an expert job, yeah. like re-bricking. Yeah. yeah, and he goes mm, perfetto, <laughs> a perfetto wall. <laughs> and he's so proud of this wall. Yeah, he is so proud. Yeah. yeah. So proud. Maybe to the point of foolishness. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it might be his downfall. Because the cops arrive. I like the guy who plays the cop. He's got a good voice. He sounded familiar. It actually mm. reminded me a little bit of um crap. Who's the Klingon guy with the eye patch? Gowron? Yeah, I oh, wait, no, what? not Gowron. No, not Gowron. Um, he got the eye patch. Oh gosh, I'm like blanking. Well, let's pause um. the podcast until we <laughs> Martok. 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 Played General by Martok. J.D. Head. Uh, Martok. Yep. His voice is kind of like that. That's true, yeah. But the cop is like, we heard a lot of screaming and death. Several of your neighbors professed to hearing screams two nights ago. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your neighbors are pissed. Yeah. Well, is this the part where he, does he answer the door by yelling, go back to hell, you succubus? (laughs) And then opens the door and it's two cops and he's like, hey, I'm writing. That's what I do. Go back to hell, you Excuse me, sir. Mr. Poe, isn't it? The writer? Yes. Yeah, I was just caught up in the moment of writing, you see. (laughs) There's multiple times in this where he he delivers, like, really good, no. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, go back to hell, you succubus. (laughs) No. It's a great way to answer a door. (laughs) Go back to hell, you succubus. Yeah. That's what I say when I'm at work and someone messages me in Microsoft Teams. (laughs) <laughs> and in, in my work channel, how does that go? Everyone fired. Everyone laughs. laughs. I really love it. Everyone's like, "Oh, Masters of Horror, season two, episode 11 <laughs> That friends. We're, we're also big Jeffrey Combs fans, so you get a big promotion. You're the C- wow. You're the CEO now. <laughs> they say, "Okay, Combs first, executive officer." First things, <laughs> first things first. We rename this company to Combs. Co- 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 Co-
Cubs 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 Cubs. He would love that. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're changing our product to Jeffrey Combs podcast because <laughs> because they make so much money and they get so many followers. There's not enough of them. Yeah. 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 The thing about Jeffrey Combs podcast is that sure you don't get a lot of followers, but you get the best followers. Aww. I agree. Really agree. The best followers on earth. <laughs> you can live in our walls whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, we'll break you into our walls for free. So sorry. So the cops arrive. And even though Combs is so suspicious, oh, he's like, I was writing. Yes, I was just writing all night. Ooh. Mm. They're like, okay, sir, goodbye. The Pope of Baltimore are very well known, descended from General David Poe well, of the Revolutionary. We won't disturb you anymore, sir. Well, I love that he literally starts to tell his my grandfather's story, <laughs> and they're like, okay, yeah. all right, yeah, we've all we've all yeah. heard the grandfather's story. So we'll, good. we'll see you later. Yeah. But he's, this is a little silly on his part, because the cops are about to leave. And he's like, oh, don't you want to check the basement? Wait. You didn't search the basement. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> Why does he do this? Yeah. I don't know. And then, so they go Shivers. into the basement. They check the basement. Like, oh, it's fine. He's like, yeah. oh, don't you want to check this wall? <laughs> <laughs> He's so great about the walls. He's just like, these walls are the best walls. <laughs> okay. so proud he really story. is pretty proud. He did a good job. He's pretty proud of it. He's like, look, look, somebody did this wall very well. Wooden parts of this house are decidedly unsound, but the walls, gentlemen. Walls are extremely well constructed, don't you think? Yeah, and then walls. a lady starts screaming from behind <laughs> the wall. Yep. Yep. Break it open. Yeah. People heard a lady scream. Yeah. So the cops start busting the wall down. Yep. But it's not a lady screaming. Mm. It's Pluto. Oh. On the corpse's <laughs> head, just screaming like a woman. It's amazing. It is so great because you get like such a great shot of the cat with like its mouth wide open. You see teeth, and yeah. it's just like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought the sound design is really good too because yeah. Yeah. at first it just sounds like a woman screaming, of course, but it's yeah. behind the walls. So it's a little muffled, and then when they finally show the cat, it still sounds like a woman screaming. But I think yeah. they might have like purposely adjusted the sound oh, yeah. to make it sound a little cat-like too. Yeah. No? Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, it was a cat. That's really I good. do. I had a teacher that I really didn't like in high school. And one morning he came in just like exhausted. And he was like, he I wife. was in the woods for three hours last night because my wife and I heard a baby. And we thought somebody had left a baby in the woods. And then it was a fucking cat. <laughs> oh my wow. God. It's a cat Damn. making a noise like a baby. And he spent three hours just like searching the woods thinking they were going to find a baby. And then I spent three hours killing my wife and putting her on the wall. <laughs> he would, he would. It's a whole thing. Uh, so That's he sees awesome. his cat and he goes, no, and runs upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoa. Our cat's just made a sound. Oh, our cats are battling yeah. in a oh, fun no. way. Now they're, oh. they're doing fun battles. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? He runs upstairs, and Sissy is there, totally fine. Sissy? <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> yeah. And the whole thing was a dream. Her He's- face is fine. She's holding the cat. The cat's face is also fine. Everyone has all their face parts. It's great. Yeah. Mind <laughs> you, she still has tuberculosis and she will die of tuberculosis at mm. some point, but not right now. Yeah. Not right now. Now she's fine. Pluto has both his eyes. And all the other pets are alive too. The goldfish is still alive. The yeah, bird's yeah. still alive. They're still in the house, even. Like the house yeah. is burned down. The They're house is alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The house is alive. And he's like, I have a great idea for a short story. And then you see him writing felony. Now he's writing perfect. the black cat, the titular yeah. story, and <laughs> and the black cat seems very happy and content, yeah. just lounging on the yep. table like black cats do. It's nice. So it's a very daring undo of like all of the horrifying animal cruelty that you've witnessed. <laughs> it's just yeah. Like, yeah, no, it was all imaginary. He just had like a. <laughs> months long psychotic episode or at least days long yeah because this psychotic episode he imagined his like at least one night of killing everything one night of the funeral at least oops i dropped something and then he even imagines like being in another house yeah, he imagines yeah. himself getting thrown out of numerous bars. Yeah. He imagines two guys sitting like three feet away from him just talking shit at his wife's <laughs> funeral. Like he's like, and then they're like, he's a loser. And there's no way he actually could pull that woman. Like, yep. I like that though, because I do think it might be like a purposeful look into what actually drives his insecurities, you know, like yeah. people not think- taking him seriously as a writer, um, people judging his marriage. Not being able to write, you know, like the fear of writer's block as a writer, I guess. Yeah, and just taking it out on the stuff around him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love when the when the police show up and they're like, are you Edgar Allan? Like, are you Edgar Allan Poe? And he's like, I am the poet. At the <laughs> <laughs> they're like, okay, whatever. did you kill your wife? Yeah. I will say like for so many of these things, there's like so many of the, the Combs crews we do, it's like, Oh, I would do this different or like this was cheesy or something. I wouldn't do anything different. This yeah. was like perfect to me. Yeah. It was enjoyable all the way through. It kept I us guessing. It. Like, I don't feel like oh, yeah. I ever actually like had a handle on what was going to happen next or like it kept surprising me. Also, yeah. we got like, like an enormous amount of screen time of Combs. He yeah. basically yeah. was in every scene. Yeah. I I think, yeah. oh yeah, which is and great. acted the shit out of it. Oh, he's good. Like, he, yeah. was, he was great. He doesn't ham it up too much. He, it's kind of like a, even though it's like really bloody horror, it's it's a pretty like uh, restrained performance for the most part. Yeah, he yeah. keeps like, the tone good. Yeah, yeah his accent or... is realistic. He's he gets emotional, but never like you know too hammy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like even when he's playing drunk, which I think yeah. is really hard to do to not go too far and be like kind of ridiculous but he really like walks that line yeah where... yeah it's good i mean the only thing that's hard to watch is all the animal stuff of course yeah but at least yeah. it was all a dream actually in the violence to uh the deep space nine episode we just watched which it oh, yeah. also you know the story is meant to be all a dream mm-hmm. yeah Perhaps. that's funny yeah. a dream within a dream and it's like yeah, inception too oh my god <laughs> it's like a dream within a dream yeah if you will mm. that's, that's the Man, if we had a time machine and we could put Combs in Inception, yeah, instead of Joseph Gordon-Levitt, <laughs> <laughs> please specifically, yeah. please, 
Joseph Gordon Levitt is listening to this podcast. Like, what the hell? Just like, <laughs> come on, defend yourself. Come on. Yeah, come on. The You're pod. welcome. <laughs> Tell us why you shouldn't be replaced by Jeffrey Combs, Joseph Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any reasons? Anything? It's going to be yeah. a hard argument. <laughs> if I had a time machine, I'd go back and show this episode to, Ed- to Edgar Allan Poe, the real one. He, he'd be like, dude, what the hell? Like, oh. He's like, no one called me Eddie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, did he have to show the eyeball getting stabbed? What the fuck? And then squished on? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love that he was Edgar A. Yeah. Edgar A. Poe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He's like yeah. Edgar A. Poet. Uh, no, no, write the story, fam. <laughs> write your creepy stories. The real Poe would be like, my nose doesn't look like that. Oh. <laughs> yes, it does, Poe. Yes, it does. We've seen pictures. Yep. He'd be like, doesn't my wife look a little old in this episode? Oh. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a little Leonardo DiCaprio, Oof. I guess. It was, I mean, like, when you look on the Wikipedia to the scandal where it was like the two women poets and then his wife, they all look exactly the same. He had a type. He had a strong type. Cousins. Cousins Cousins and women who looked like his cousin. Yeah, he had a type family. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I skimmed the Wikipedia. Some stuff is kind of interesting. So his wife did die of tuberculosis. Mm -hmm. It's real. Um, Apparently, she did have a consumptive fit while playing the piano and singing really? that was a real thing yeah i guess oh. like that exactly mm. like in this like she's playing piano and singing and she vomited enormous gallons and gallons of blood oh god <laughs> that really sucks maybe not this much that blood really in real life. i hope but, not that much blood jeez yeah. But I do. I think it was really cool, like to take the story to incorporate poe mm. into the story the way they did but then to intersperse real shit from his life it yeah. seems like people but like who who wrote it to Dennis Paoli? Um yeah and Stuart Gordon like mm-hmm. just big Poe fans yeah we're like we're gonna make this like just full Poe all yeah. the Poe yeah no it works for like you know the the problems he's faced with you know trouble writing and stuff yeah thematically yeah. it all works it's good yeah yeah sad I, life man yeah we mentioned too but good production values like it looks yeah. and sounds great mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Awesome. are good yeah. Do we know what the stage play was? Nevermore. Like, do mm. we have any idea what the? I don't know. You know, I was looking into it. Uh... I'm just killing cats for three hours on stage. <laughs> three hundred cats. <laughs> just, oh. There's a stagehand just like tossing him cats, <laughs> and he just has like a baseball bat. <sighs> just like, oh. <laughs> Each way is a new way, though, so it's never boring. <laughs> oh, he doesn't no. say it. it's a silent play. He doesn't say a word. Uh. Anyways, no, I, I, don't know. I was trying to look into it a little bit more since we were about to watch this today. I think actually, like the audio version of it is on Audible, but I didn't look into it. That yeah, much. but then you can't see him. It. I know, which is really the best part. But <laughs> I mean, you get to hear him. Yeah, you can imagine him. Well, by now we could just like imagine him in our mind's eye, probably As perfectly. Po, yeah. Oh yeah, he yeah. never he never leaves my mind's <laughs> eye. I'm still kind of picturing him like getting undressed, and it, that was that was <laughs> awkward. It was like I feel. There's, there's. I want him as like a romantic lead, and then that was so like, no, 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 yeah. stop taking Not like off this. your clothes. <laughs> like this. Yeah, what's the most romantic lead we've gotten from him? Cyclone, evil clergyman. No, no. <laughs> I don't know, but he was so it's evil. One of them. Yeah, I think it, I think that's why part of why I love Cyclone and Felony so much. Yeah, yeah Felony, like, Felony, yeah. Cyclone is the best boyfriend mm. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Felony is the happiest ending though. 
It's got that nice, that nice white vest and they like, and everyone, uh, you know, the the two of them are alive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we forgot about Dr. Mordred. Very romantic. Oh, yeah. I was like, with who? And then I'm like, oh, right. There is literally a love story. (laughs) It's the romance where they're never in the same frame at the same time. And they're never. (laughs) They're going to watch their movie. Yeah. Have some some eggnog. Yeah. (laughs) We have to have a little eggnog (laughs) and watch our movie. For the first time. Yeah, the, let's watch that movie about that guy who commits suicide. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Almost commits suicide. Almost. Yeah, Sorry. He learns not to because of the magic of Christmas. Yeah. I do wonder Just- if... Um, I don't know. I said this at the beginning, but I do wonder if uh, Combs himself was like conferring with Stuart Gordon over this one. And I was like, let's, yeah. please do a Poe thing. Let's do a Poe thing. Cause, uh, yeah, he obviously loves Poe. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. It seems like if, if you're at that dinner party and everyone's like, okay, we're going to do all these episodes. And they go to Stuart Gordon and they're like, what do you want to do? And he's like, Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you always do. You do Poe and Lovecraft. And he's like, yeah, so. <laughs> so. So. So let me do it. <laughs> also, like, Combs' yeah. middle name is Alan. Mm-hmm. <gasps> there oh. you go. J. Allen Combs. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. There you go. That's amazing. That's Jeffrey amazing. A. Combs. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they're both males. <laughs> They both yeah. have dark hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, They're both brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Poets yeah. of the kind. Yeah. Yeah. Creative types. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this was fun though. Like I, yeah, I like this one. And like you said, it was really nice to get a Combs heavy Combs. Oh yeah. 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 We were blessed. I want to see more of this show. Mm. Actually. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. Will you do more Tubi? Oh God. Oh man. I wonder if Guillermo de Toro would, like, why can't I say it? I can, speak, <laughs> I can speak Spanish. Guillermo de Toro. I wonder if he directed any of these or something. Yeah, it would be fun to like do it. Because I didn't realize that there were so many, even yeah. within the seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wild. I mean, this was season two, but yeah. Was- I wonder if Combs has played Poe more than this. So we know we did the stage play. We know we mm. did this portrayal. Yeah. He seemed like the type of actor who would like have more Poe stuff somewhere in his career. There was I Dr. If- Mordred. His raven was named Poe. That's true. Edgar oh. Allan Poe. True. Not him playing it, of course, but mm-hmm. that's a little tidbit. Yeah. Yep. I wonder how far back he goes with Poe. Yeah. No, I wonder if there's something else we've missed, too. Because I was thinking, like, is it possible that this episode was the first time he played Poe and then he loved it so much that he made the stage play? It's possible. Like, no, probably not. He probably had more Poe stuff under his belt or something. Yeah, yeah or like a fascination. Mm-hmm. I wonder what his favorite Poe story or um, poem is. Yeah. I know, so Jeffrey, just leave your answer in the comments. To the- <laughs> I know you're listening to this. Uh, I know you're listening to we Jeff. We love you. <laughs> we're sorry. <Yeah. laughs> we're sorry. No, we're not sorry. <sighs> well, maybe we should be. <laughs> Unapologetic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is like 22 episodes. <laughs> So or twenty three, I don't even know. So. 20? Know. Well, I guess official. No one knows. Yeah. No, who can lose? What are who numbers? can count? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That was great. Well, we watched the Black Cat, the uh, ep- episode <laughs> of Masters of Horror. Um, what was our favorite part? 
Jazz. Jazz. Yeah, he said Alan. That's yeah, nice. That's his middle name. That's his middle name. Yeah. And your big spreadsheet with all the comb stuff. Is yeah. the stage play in there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah. I think so. Should be at Ooh. the bottom with the yeah. like, miscellaneous stuff. Yeah. I wonder if there's a recording of it. Like, can we buy a DVD? Uh, yeah, I wonder. Again, like when I was Googling it earlier today, I thought I saw that there's like a Audible thing for it, yeah. but I don't know if I, I don't know. You have to buy them from Combs himself. <laughs> <laughs> Will he perform it live at Combscon oh, and then have a merch table afterwards in which he sells audio recordings yeah. of the? I mean, at sure. least like he should like perform it again sometime. <laughs> Come on, we I mean, yeah. should do it again. I, we would travel to New York. Like, what were we doing the nights that though that play was was going on? Probably nothing. Oh. I know. Probably just sitting around. Yeah, murder <sighs> and black cats, we man. Been in the presence of greatness, you guys. <laughs> have you seen um? If you go on Google Maps, have you seen how restaurants have like millions of fake reviews and stuff? No. If you go to any restaurant nowadays, like it's really ubiquitous. Like you'll have a thousand five star reviews, and it's all like fake. It's all they're all paid for. Oh yeah. All the names are like Dujembi Bazimbo, and like just like Gabba the Gook, and mm. the photos are all like blurry photos. And it's like my meal was excellent. I enjoyed my meal. Five stars, you know. <laughs> yeah. But we need to do the same with like Jeffrey Combs. We need to. <laughs> we need to pay someone to make like a thousand burner accounts and just have them all message Jeffrey Combs and be like, Hey, you should put your Poe show on the road again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get your Poe on the road. Yeah. 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 Road. Tour. Please come to Brooklyn, New York. Please come to North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> we'll meet you in the middle in Baltimore. Yeah. 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 Perfect. I would go. Yeah. I would go. We could do it at the cemetery where Poe is buried. Ooh. We'll bring all of our Perfect. black cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they want. Yeah. 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 We just, we'll figure out a way to trick him to hanging out. He's like, them. I don't understand. They got 10,000 letters and three people, sh- four people showed up. Yeah. One of us missed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was busy. <laughs> it just, he goes from like one letter, like one letter on Monday, one letter on Tuesday, one letter on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, like a dump, a dump truck just, <laughs> just dumps 30,000 letters in his front yard. Oh, Give us Poe. It's like, dear Jeremy Combs. <laughs> dear Jeffrey Combs. And I have a feeling he might be like, no. <laughs> Please do your Edgar Pop show. <laughs> a pop of Edgar Allan Poe show sounds amazing. It's Go back to hell, you! Suck your